I'm here at Retro Expo in beautiful Plano, Texas. We are joined here with Mr. Gary Weaver. He's a brilliant custom toy creator and stuff like that. Talk about what you do, man. Thank you. Well, um, my 9 to 5 is an architect. I'm a licensed architect up in Oklahoma. And it started in about 1995. I got into making custom action figures. And in 95, came to set up at a Dallas toy show put on by Ben, uh, one of his first ever shows. And just started doing those for about 10 years. Took a break. Got married real life. All that jazz. And got back into custom figures about four or five years ago, and just now created Toy Weaver. So very very cool. And you've got a lot of diversified stuff. You've got stuff you mishmash. Like I see some Snaggletooth. So they got some Star Trek motifs as well as on your Facebook. And you've got these Tron inspired R2 units. And I'll talk about these R2s. You got a Slurpee one too. It was just playing around with different parts and pieces, and was working with different colored resins. And we, put, I just had a mold sitting around, and said, "Well, I'll try a random color." Um, I was collecting some Tron figures at the time, vintage for my own collection, and yeah, just yeah, the old Tommy NECA toys, yeah. And next thing you know, it's like, well, we could change the graphics, and it's just a sticker on an R2. It's nothing hard. And next thing you know, we created, I created the Grid Wars concept, where it's uh, random programs that assist um, the users in their fight against the NPCs. You know, so each little droid corresponds to a character from the movie. Yeah. That's totally awesome. You've done a lot of this stuff. What's some of the hot sellers y'all sold out this weekend? Uh, the Slurpee droids. Shocking how many people want those little things. And they're just little random droids with multicolored heads. So they turned out really, really well. Um, everyone has been laughing about the Tiger King custom. So uh, why could you not? Uh, so it's, it's been a really good time. So we've had a great time with it. It's really cool. And you've got these last Starfighter gizmos. You talk a little about that. And you got this cool car here, too. Last Starfighter. Um, in 84, they fully intended to make a line of figures. It just never took off, um, probably because they didn't want to compete against the other big sci-fi juggernaut, Star Wars, at the time. And Galoob made a series of prototypes that disappeared for years and were found probably about 10 years ago. Uh, so people know what they look like. They were based off MASH figures or other random toy lines of the time. And I took the Star Wars style aesthetic, that three and three quarter inch look, straight legs, straight arms, not really dynamic poses. Kenner look, yeah, playing off of if Kenner got the licensed, what could they do with it in 85, 84, 85? And started with uh, Alex and Grig in their pilot outfits, uh, did some variations with the helmets, and then once you do two, you have to do the rest. So then there became Zur and the Krill Commander, the uh, We Die guy with the, with the eye visor. Um, and next thing you know, it's like, i got to have a vehicle. So I started playing, mocking up the Star Car. And I have plans in the work for the Gunstar. So and that will be about 18 to 20 inches tall, scaled down for an action figure. So, but it's, That is totally awesome. And these things, how long did it take you to kind of design this Star Car here? But, uh, what's his name's car? Uh, Centauri Star Car. The trick to that was trying to find the proper scale that works for an action figure, but also works for, you know, as a model. And luckily, Ron Cobb's original design drawings are almost identical to what they used for the actual film. So, for the CG models that were in the film and also the real life car. So, I was able to find Ron Cobb's drawings online and use that as a basis to do it. So, proportionally, it's almost exactly the same as the original car. And then finding that sweet spot where you can open the front door and open the back door and fit two figures into it made it just about, you know, 10 inches long. So it'll be a great little model when it's done. But right now I've only gotten so far as the foam core mock-up. Totally, totally cool. And you have all this jazz you're doing. Is there anything particular like that you're looking forward to creating next or anything like that? 
I have a list. <laughs> and the list is all weird 80 movies that never got toy lines. Um, I have, after I get my last Starfighter stuff done, I want to work on um, Enemy Mine. Um, Dennis Quaid, yeah. Um, Explorers, I always thought the little pod would be great. A friend of mine in California has made a, live, a scaled model of the Phoenix, or the uh, Thunder Road, Thunder Road. And I want to do it for three and three quarter inch scale with the little with the kids and the two aliens. I love Robert Picardo, so he did a great job in that movie. And then yeah, with all the then he was in like three different roles in that movie, so it was great. It's also an inner space, I believe, is the cowboy with Dennis Quaid, right? And once you do a round pod in one movie, you have to do a round pod in another movie. So inner space is on my list. I want to do a cowboy and a Martin Short and the pod. Yes. So I've got a whole list. I'll be busy for the next decade probably at the rate awesome. I'm going. Well, what, wrapping up, what's a website or Facebook or something people can find out about your awesome work, man? You go to Facebook, just search for Toy Weaver as one word, and it's Toy Weaver Customs, and it pops right up. Awesome, Mr. Gary. Pleasure talking to you, brother. Pleasure. Check out his page, Toy Weaver, on Facebook. It's Owen with Sci Fiction McGill Media, signing off.